Parents, welcome to another episode of The Journey, a podcast intended to educate, equip, and entertain you as we talk about important issues facing our families. PCA is a Christ-centered, biblically-based, and family-focused community of committed believers doing life together. We hope the information you hear on this podcast informs and inspires you to be a better parent. Welcome to The Journey. All right, parents, welcome back to The Journey. This is Dan Panetti. I've got a good longtime friend, Mike Beeson, with me. Mike, over here in your office in the Missions Building, uh, right here on the Prestonwood campus. But tell the uh, parents, for those who uh, haven't been around PCA for a long time, um, just kind of your role um, over here in the Missions. Yeah, thank you, Dan. It's great to be here today. God has blessed me uh, in allowing me, uh, for at least the season, the opportunity to lead uh, the global ministry of Prestonwood. And so, you know, what that looks like is we have uh, partnerships across the world and all in five continents. We also have relationships throughout North America, uh, the United States, and even around uh, North Texas alone. And so um, I have the opportunity to help lead those efforts and, and shepherd that on a daily basis. And um, my passion is that. So uh, being able to do my passion on a daily basis is, is just a complete blessing yeah. to me and my family. It so, is an honor and a privilege. Yeah. So we're talking about mini-mester. And for those parents who don't know um, what that weird little word means, um, at PCA, uh, as you come into this particular community, uh, there's going to be a week where we grab all of our high school students, uh, and we take them somewhere, uh, which is uh, one of the weirdest things I think that a school can do. Uh, it's an odd kind of kind of strange, uh, and people will ask like, "Oh my goodness!" In in the you know first end of February, first part of March, um, you know, it, it's not ever a great time to do it. Uh, sometimes the you know fall or the winter and spring athletic programs are asking the question, uh, "Why are the kids leaving me again?" And so I wanted to kind of just ask you about the mini master program, uh, kind of explain to our parents what it is, why we do it, um, and then just, mm. you know, our partnership with you uh, from PCA over here with the Prestonwood Missions is going to be kind of a neat thing because you're doing this constantly, right, and, and uh, we're going to have you help us do mini master better. But just from a parent perspective, right, mm. you were a parent at PCA and on staff over there. Why, why mini master? Yeah, it's a, man, phenomenal question. So, a uh, little bit of history without spending you know qu- tons of time talking about it. Uh, Dr. Taylor in the early years brought this idea uh, to Prestonwood mm-hmm. from the school he was at before. And, and the, the school he was at before, they did something like this just on a real small basis. But uh, the, the leaders at the school saw just tremendous um, you know, growth from their students and quite honestly, their whole, all their families too, just because of this thing that they did. And so it was something that, that he had, God had placed in his heart as he arrived here. And in the early days of PCA, back in the, you know, 2003, 4, 5, 6 kind of time frame, a couple of us kind of circled around him and, and just tried to help um, make this thing happen, mm-hmm. e- even to a small uh, scale. My daughter, Brittany, uh, graduated from Prestonwood Christian Academy in 2006. And so a couple of years before, she was 14 or 15, 
somehow she got put onto a PCA trip that wasn't called Minimester back then, but it was the same thing. She went to Honduras. Um, I didn't know what a missions trip was back then. I was literally a new believer. I started following Jesus in 2001. And so by Brittany becoming part of this team that went from PCA to Honduras, the entire Beeson family was introduced to God's plan Mm. to take his name to everyone throughout the world and make it known. And so Brittany, the 14, 15-year-old, became, became the conduit of the Beeson family learning really what the Great Commission looked like yeah. physically. Yeah. And so I think the, the beauty of Minimester as a whole is that it literally is a visual reminder to every one of us that are back here in North Dallas with our North Dallas lives, which are typically busy and 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 we may do great things, but but there it's it's complicated to be reminded of really what our life should be. Yeah. And so Minimester today at Prestonwood Christian Academy, um, I believe is just this incredible thing that is in addition to Prestonwood Christian Academy being one of the most academically uh, successful uh, private schools in America. It's it's known for that. But but it's also known in those same circles as being this crazy place, this crazy school that literally takes on this thing called Minimester, which is a five to six hundred person mission opportunity, twenty to twenty three, twenty four locations each year mm. where these people are divided up and they're literally sent out across the world over a one-week time. It makes no sense why any school would even do this, whether they, they, they follow Jesus or not. It's just difficult. And back home, there's math classes and sports and, and fine arts programs and all the things that a high school does that gets paused for, for really more than a week. Right. Um, (laughs) And so the fact that it happens is just amazing. The ministry that we see from these hundreds of people going to locations around the world is just incredible. The stories that we hear back from the field are just amazing. Like what kind of stories? Like, you you know, not only as a a parent, but now, you know, you do mission trips, you know, all over the globe. But what kind of things do you hear... um, because I know our, our kids come back and, and they're not super conversant, right? Like, how was your trip? Oh, it was great. You know, tell me about it. And they, they give you a few things. But we've heard stories, you know, years later of, of lives changed, of kids who just went on a different direction uh, in a positive way because of something that happened on a mini-master trip. Yeah, it, you know, I think you can look at that, Dan, in a couple of different ways. Number one, um, our PCA teams are going out into the field. They're partnering with someone who may live in a remote part of the world mm-hmm. that really doesn't have any help. And so God has placed them in the middle of, you know, East Africa or somewhere in Asia, and they're doing ministry, waking up every single day, going to bed every single night alone with their with the role that God has placed them in. And all of a sudden, 15 people from North Dallas show up. Mm. And then what that looks like for a week is just probably incredible but but I often wonder what does that look like years later with that same person doing ministry yeah. and did that team of 15 people add fuel to to that ministry that God put them at I, I can't help to say but yes that did yeah. 
And so I think that we will one day learn stories that we're not even hearing today. And when we're in judgment, we're going to hear there's going to be some guy standing up in the background who raises his hand. Maybe he's some Indian fella or some, some, some guy from, from East Africa who raises his hand and says, thank you, Prestonwood Christian Academy, for pausing a, for a week and coming and helping me. And so I think there's that. But then I also think about literally the, the number of, of stories that I've heard uh, from, from young adults that are out now with you know families and businesses and and just normal life and how ten years earlier they they went somewhere maybe it was maybe it was somewhere that I helped lead but it could have been one of the other opportunities that Minimester and they went to college and they got a degree and they got a job and met, met Mrs Wonderful and now they've got three kids and now all of a sudden they begin to think back mm. at. 13 years earlier, how yeah. they may have spent a week in East Africa or Amazon. Yeah. And God uses planted. that. Yep. And next thing you know, they're 35 years old, and all of the things that they had learned when they were 17 starts coming back to fruition. Yeah. And then what does that look like as they become adults and they're raising children, and maybe their children one day ask to go to Amazon or East Africa, and, the, and it becomes a full, cir- yeah. full circle. Now, there's more to the story with Brittany. She didn't just go to Honduras, right? Kind of the missions bug um, actually bit her a little bit more. What, what did she end up doing? Yeah, so, it, you know, it, it, God, God used that. Just a great example is my own daughter, 34 years old. She uh, graduated from Prestonwood Christian Academy. She went on a pre-med track to Texas A&M University. She graduated uh, from Texas A&M. And she wanted to take a year in between college and medical school mm-hmm. and just quite honestly go and, and get her mind right. Mm. And so she decided to go and serve for a year in Hungary to serve the Lord with a group of people there that were working with Hungarian high school students predominantly. Yeah. And um, she had done a little bit of that while she was in college. She obviously looks back to her time at Prestonwood Christian Academy, where she was introduced to this whole to this whole thing. And so she went there and and moved and, and stayed there for 10 years uh, doing this. Um, uh, didn't end up going to medical school. God had other plans. And she literally came back to America in 2020, 10 years later, mm. and points back to her time with Jenny Brady in Honduras in 2020 three or four, I believe. Yeah. And so it was an amazing story. And, and I want to share just a little bit more of that story. You see, my whole, my whole upbringing uh, in, as, a, as an adult who followed Christ, it started around that same timing. Right. God somehow aligned my rebirth uh, uh, in life of, of, of a, of a, of a a Christ follower mm-hmm. at the same time that Brittany decided that she was going to go to Honduras. And so I remember what I was thinking as a 40 year old, as I was watching her, who was a 14, 15 year old start to exercise and make her faith be something that was more active. Right. And so that intrigued me as a young adult uh, in, in my forties. And so I sometimes today think that as I sit here in the missions ministry overseeing the global ministry of Prestonwood, that I too am a product mm. of Prestonwood PCA Minimaster. Yeah. 
And so um, I know God had all of that already figured out before, um, before it all happened. But I do believe that, that today that I am who I am because my 14-year-old daughter said yes to a, an opportunity to go serve the Lord in Honduras. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I think one of the other cool things that we see is um, not only are uh, the high school kids going on mini master trips, um, you know, we take our 7th and 8th grade um, on different trips for 7th and 8th grade as well, but their whole school kind of gets involved um, by putting together, uh, I know we do the Man of Mondays, and we put together all the things that those mission trips need so that they can go out and they can uh, serve the communities that they're going to go into. And so every grade kind of has a, a trip that they get connected to. Uh, we take, you know, our PCA Plano campus, our PCA North campus, uh, and we literally take those kids and spread them all over, over the globe. But then they come back and they get to tell the kids stories about where they went and what they did and what mm. they saw God do. And that next generation of young kids gets to hear that and say, hey, I can't wait till I get to go on those particular trips as well. So I, one of the things I love about yeah. that is just how the school kind of weaves mm. everybody into it. It's not just the high school kids going off mm. on trips and nobody hears about it, but the whole school gets to hear uh, and kind of be a part of, you know, mini semester at least at some level. Yeah. It, some of my favorite uh, memories of my uh, time leading, I've led, my wife Karen and I have led uh, trips to the Amazon mm-hmm. uh, 13 times. So, so we've been going on now about 14 years. And the third grade uh, lower school at Plano mm-hmm. has, has historically been our partner for Amazon trips. So throughout the year, we begin months before we depart for Am- a mini-mester, and we begin meeting in the classrooms of those third-grade students. And those third-grade students in those early days raise their hand, and they ask questions about about the Amazon, and maybe it may be about alligators to start with. Mm-hmm. But, but at some point, uh, there's a question about what are the people in Brazil – what do they believe in? Do they believe in God? Do they know Jesus? And so that whole conversation with a third grader um, becomes one day that third grader becomes 11th grader, and they're actually on the trip to go to the Amazon. And then that same 11th grader comes back into that same classroom that he or she was in years earlier, and that same question is now coming from a new third grader to one of the old third graders who's now 11th grader going to Amazon. And so that whole arrangement with uh, the, the lower school students, both at Plano and North Campus, where they're connected to one of the um, opportunities that the upper school students are going on, it's just brilliant. Because in a very simplistic way, it puts... God's mission onto the minds of a seventh and eighth, a seven or eight year old who may or may not have the wherewithal to understand all that to any depth. Right. But that begins year after year after year after year. And by the time they're 14, 15 years old, they get it 100%. Now, they may not act on that yet, but they get it 100%. And it really goes back to those moments as a second grader or a third grader when they're sitting there trying to wrestle with, why is a group of people going to the Amazon? What does that have to do with God's word? And what does that have to do with me, who one day will be 17 years old making those same decisions? Yeah. Now, if I'm a parent of a 
third grader and I'm thinking about, you know, so you're saying, Mike, one of, one of these days sometime soon, uh, my son or daughter is going to be in the Amazon, right, on a trip with, you know, you and your wife. Uh, what, is that, what does that look like? What, I mean, literally, what do you do on that particular trip? I, I know I haven't been on the Amazon trip, but I know I've heard stories, right, that you're sleeping in hammocks uh, on, a, on a boat, right, that's going down, <laughs> going down the Amazon River. What, what does that look like? What are your memories of some of those trips that yeah, you've led? So it, it's the um, – my wife, Karen, and I have led probably close to 50 teams uh, to locations around the world. Mm-hmm. And I often tell parents – who ask me why why would why would I allow my son or daughter to go to somewhere like the Amazon? Good, good right? question, right? <laughs> and I always answer it. Of course, I've been a parent of that same child right. who I'm making that same decision. And I think about the times that I've spent over the years with a team of young people in a city like New York or Paris or London. And I often think about the risks, maybe a taxi cab accidentally coming over into the sidewalk mm-hmm. uh, where I'm walking totally safe. And so I think about the, the, the risks of, of a major city and how seemingly that seems less risky than taking a group to somewhere like the Amazon. Right. You know, the Amazon is this place, obviously, historically, we know all the, it's, you know, two-thirds of the Earth's, um, you know, natural, you know, uh, fresh water. And it's this beautiful place with rainforests and monkeys and piranhas and all of these things. Um, but from a mission standpoint, it's 23,000 villages. And the vast majority, like over 22,000 of them, have never had a visitor. Like never, not one single person who didn't live in the village has ever rowed their little canoe or something into that village. Mm. So they don't know who Jesus is. They've never heard the name Jesus. And so when a boat of Americans, because we travel on a boat... It's a couple of hundred feet long. It's three stories. It's not a cruise ship, so it's it's not yeah. that. Get that out of your mind. But <laughs> but it's a it's a pretty darn good home, and yeah. we sleep there, and mm-hmm. we eat there, and we break bread together, and we live together, and we get to know Jesus better there. Mm. And then that boat pulls up to that village, who's never seen anyone other than the fifty people who live in the village. Yeah. And we introduce Jesus to them, and it's just rock. It just rocks. It rocks their world. But it rocks my world more, way more than theirs. Yeah. Just the thought that uh, I live in, uh, we, uh, we live in North Dallas. We have 9 million people roughly that, have, that, that live in North Texas with us. Um, from what I hear, close to 80% of the people that are in North Texas know who Jesus are. They know who Jesus is. Yeah. Um, some of them choose not to follow, right. but they've heard the name, uh, but they've heard the name. and, and most of them, <laughs> most of them have heard the gospel yeah. clearly. Yeah. Um, you go to a place like Brazil and, or East Africa or some places in, in, in Asia that we go to 3.2 million, 3.2 billion people in the world have never heard the name Jesus. Never. Wow. They've never heard the name. They don't know what that means. And when you introduce that to them and they hear of salvation, there's a twinkle in their eye that you just can't understand. And so those PCA students get to in they they get to be part of that, whether it's in the Amazon or East Africa or a village in Asia, and they come back home 
they can't help but being different. Right. They can't help not being different. Yeah. They just can't. And so not only is there difference of the people that we serve in the field, the, the, the 50 villagers who have been introduced to the gospel, and then the local church body in the Amazon goes back into that village after we leave, time in and time out. And one day that village may or may not become a complete follower of Jesus as a whole. Yeah. That may or may not happen. But, but, but what I do know is teams of 20, 25, 30 come back to Plano or Prosper or Frisco or Dallas or wherever it is they live, and they're different. They just can't help but be indifferent. Uh, and I think that the beauty of Minimester is that we get to go and do what God commands us to do. So that's a known. Right. But we, every one of us, come back home just completely changed. Yeah. And it doesn't matter how many times I go and how many times I come back. Every time that I go and every time that I come back, I'm a different person. And so to me, it's worth the whole, all of the pain logistically of sending. So we have spent, in six years, Prestonwood Christian Academy has sent over 2,600 students and adult leaders collectively Mm -hmm. to about 120 locations around the world. Six years, 2,600 plus people, around $5 million was spent collectively to make all of that happen. The amount of logistical hurdles, people hear about Prestonwood Christian Academy doing that, friends of ours and across the United States and throughout the world, and they just they think we're crazy. Yeah. It's, just, it's just crazy. But yet those same people, those same 2,600 people, they come back into their normal lives back home, which may not be perfect, and some of them are probably a little crazy, but 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 they're different people. And I think that's the beauty of it all, that God changes the heart not only of the people that get served, but he also changes the heart of those that serve. Yeah. Well, my goal for this uh, particular conversation is to actually air this to our parents um, about the time that they're getting the trips for uh, 2023 um, and sitting down and praying through Mm -hmm. that with their students saying, okay, where do we go? Where does God want to send you? Um, you know, there is going to be international trips available, domestic trips available, local options available, um, you know, whatever grade that they're in from a Plano and a North Campus option. So uh, parents, my, my, uh, my request to you is just sit down, think through this, pray, ask God, where do you want to send, you know, our son or daughter? And if you're thinking, you know what, um, this sounds kind of crazy and, and maybe I don't want to go. Uh, I think our conversation, Mike, with you uh, will help parents understand uh, we're not just going because it's a commandment, <laughs> you know, go and make disciples, uh, but we're going because it's such an incredible opportunity uh, to not just be the hands and feet of Jesus at some place, but when our kids come back, they really are different because of their experience. Uh, we've seen it. We know it. Uh, we know it's kind of crazy. We know the logistical part of it. We just had a meeting a little while ago mm-hmm. talking about all the uh, logistics, and it is. It's a difficult thing, and so uh, Mike, I appreciate you mm. and your team helping PCA uh, navigate uh, those logistics because uh, you guys are out there doing this, you know, 24-7, 365, which is awesome. We're doing it for one week. But, you know, we want that week to go well and for those experiences to uh, to be good experiences. Um, and, you know, on every trip, 
you know, there's a, a late flight here, or there's a cancellation there, or there's a something that happened, and we've got stories and stories and stories over the years of, of all those things happening. My, I was in Costa Rica, and you know, and a volcano exploded, and we got three extra days in Costa Rica, and it was, those three days might have been the best three days that we had there. We got to build um, a home for a woman that didn't have a home because hers had gotten, you know, knocked down in a storm, and, and it was just amazing what God does through the midst of it, but it is. It, it's a mess, oh. but the message you get through that mess is just so incredible. So parents, uh, prayerfully think about, you know, Minimester and what God's doing, and uh, Mike, thanks for giving us a little bit of an insight uh, into what Minimester is and why it's so important. Thank you, Dan. Thank you, Dan, for coming in. God bless. Thank you for investing the time to listen to this episode of The Journey. Please take a minute to share with friends and family who will also benefit from this valuable resource. And don't forget to rate and review this podcast on your favorite podcast app. It is truly our blessing and honor to walk with you on The Journey.